Hello and welcome to Season 3, Episode 5 of Hands Up, the education podcast that takes a light-hearted look at all the quirks that make being a teacher, an educator or just part of a school a truly unique experience. My name's Jordan Firth, I'm a Year 1 teacher and I'm joined once again by fellow teacher, co-host and co-creator, Mark Tomlinson. Hello Jordan. This episode, Mark will be looking at Big School in his famous fictional school. I'll count down five top teacher hacks that you can use back in school yourselves. And our teacher talking point this week is what if teaching job adverts, and I mean the ones that we apply for, not the ones on TV, were honest. It's great to have you with us, so sit down, cross your legs, or make sure your chair's tucked in. Four legs, Mark. And let's get started. Hello, Mark. Hey, Jordan. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not bad. Now... Not something we're going to dwell on for the for the majority of the podcast, but I feel like it's something that we need to mention now uh, at the beginning, so kind of get it out of the way, and then we can we can leave it all behind and and carry on as normal as we can. <laughs> um, but I think you know it's only appropriate at the moment to at least acknowledge this period of time, this period of history that we find ourselves recording this podcast in. So where um, we're both doing this remotely, so I can see you on my computer screen um, through Skype. So we're not in the not in the same building. We're in separate houses, of course, because of coronavirus. Now we're at the at the period in time where schools are closed, um, except to children of key workers, and the whole country is essentially in lockdown. So I'll share my experience of this, uh, but. First, Mark, why don't you tell me how you found this week? Because you've not been in school yet, have you, since they've no. closed. So tell us no. a little bit about how you found that. So we've been... we I've, the, the school have been sharing um, learning tasks and activities via Class Dojo. So yeah. every morning I've been up around 9 o'clock and sending um, activities out and, you know, kind of communicating with the children via via class dojo and on monday and tuesday were great there were i had lots of parents and children interacting sending me photographs and doing pieces of work and uploading it to class dojo and everything everything was great really good and then um but it's kind of dropped off a little and i think it's been difficult this week just because of how nice the weather's been you know the first week of lockdown and we get the best week of the year so far so and rightly so parents are just getting their kids outside in the garden and just doing kid things rather than doing schoolwork and totally totally understand that i i went for my um government approved constitutional yesterday um, and uh, went for a little walk. Crikey, I bumped into so many children. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Tomlinson, you know, and you're kind of trying to keep two metres away as you're having yeah. small talk with them and just moving on. And then, and then, so, uh, but I've been recording. Um, uh, on Sunday, I put a, I sent a message on Class Dojo saying, I'm going to read a, a story, going to continue with story time, and and I gave the children the choice of two books, two David Walliams books. Sorry, Emily, two David Walliams <laughs> books, um, uh, Gangster Granny and Boy in the Dress. And I said, vote now, and the the, the one with the most votes, I, I'll start reading tomorrow. So um, anyway, Gangster Granny won, and so I started reading it, and I I've got two of my daughter's teddies with me, and I introduced them. I said they're here to hear the story as well, and I called them Sebastian and Penelope. 
And uh, Sebastian, every time I start my story, I say, Sebastian and Penelope here, and then I'll say, show me your best sitting, Sebastian, and then I'll start my story. Now, Sebastian is basically taking the place of a boy in my class who I have to remind to show me best sitting all the time when I'm doing my stories. Anyway, yeah. today, I sat down to record, went through the whole bit, Seb- Sebastian and Penelope here, uh, read my story, and then uploaded it to class dojo and then what I always do is watch it back <laughs> I didn't call him Sebastian I called him the name of the boy <laughs> 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 so I had to go quickly into class dojo delete it <laughs> and re-record it <laughs> brilliant so That's yeah it's, been, it's, been, a strange, it's been a strange week it really has and I, and I think on Monday and Tuesday I was quite glad I was at home I thinking oh you know I'm not in school but by yesterday morning, I was envious of anybody in school because yeah. I thought oh, that's where I want to be. Yeah, I was going to ask yourself? actually. If, I was going to ask you if if, um, if cabin fever had started to set in. Clearly, well, I think yeah. I think it has. I mean, I started drinking earlier today, and I've noticed as well. I've started having my tea earlier. Right. <laughs> so I have. I yesterday. I had my tea at like five o'clock. Never had my tea at five o'clock. I had my tea at five yesterday. Yeah, so it's yeah, kind of everything's just all out of sync isn't it mm. um so yeah so i have been in school then so i was in school monday tuesday wednesday um and i guess kind of following a similar trend a similar-ish trend to you um because by wednesday i was so grateful that i was then you know even allowed out of the house at all um yeah. but monday was was really strange i think possibly the strangest day in my teaching career hands down you know just not not knowing what to expect not really sure how many children we're going to get um yeah. you know exactly what we're going to do with them all once once they're here um we had a lot fewer numbers than we um than we expected but it's something so strange in the in the hall and in, in assembly like it was kind of quite heartbreaking in a way just seeing them all so we, we sat them down in, in year groups and because there were so few of them we were able to spread them out in this big hall so you've got you know I had uh, I only had seven year one children and they were just sat like <laughs> two meters apart from each other just dotted about and kind of you know they they have some idea of what's going on but yeah. they can't be fully aware of why they're in school and you know why everyone else is at home and they're all you know we've got 120 children in one year group and to only have seven there so people yeah. from different classes <laughs> it, it it was really bizarre you know Monday was was quite tough but then sort of as Tuesday came around and you, you're hearing you're hearing the news and uh, the Prime Minister gave his his, his announcement about the lockdown mm. Um. And I was kind of sat, and I just, I genuinely just felt grateful to be out of the house and just to be, you know, socialising with other people, yeah. um, you know. And I kind of enjoy being there because I feel like I'm doing something. So you know, me looking after the children, of these key workers, means that they can go and do their job, and you you feel like you you know, contributing a little bit, and you're not just. Yeah. And I know for everybody sat at home, self-isolating, you are doing something, you are doing the right thing by, you know, uh, adhering to those rules that they've set out and helping to contain the spread. You you know, we're all doing something, even sat yeah, at home, course, but yeah. it kind of just felt a bit more, a bit more so. So yeah, so I'm back home now and I'm not in, you know, 
be over a week. Um, so I'm kind of... When you're back in? So it, it all depends, really. At time of recording, we don't know for sure if we're going to be open for Easter. Um, yeah. So I'm due back in that first week of Easter. Um, right. But it, it, it kind okay. of depends depends how it happens so yeah it's mm. been it's been really strange and again the majority of my class are at home so i've been doing similar things to you sending yeah. messages and videos out in class dojo you know the first video i sent out you know all the likes all the comments you know so and so are so so happy to see you and all yeah. this sort of stuff <laughs> so i went out this morning it's now thursday about two likes, <laughs> two likes <laughs> half views. the amount of views people have just start <laughs> looking at the notifications now <laughs> so another is one but um yeah it's it is a really weird fascinating time um you know around the, the uk around the country and around mm. education so we'll see what comes of it but We've we've got this out of our system now. We've we've we've, we've mentioned it briefly. Um, just want to say a, a massive um, thank you to all the uh, parents of the key workers' children that are out there doing their thing. If anyone yeah. who's not a teacher's listening, a massive well done to all the teachers who are having to adjust to this, either by you know doing remote learning or by by being um, by being in school. But that's it now. We're not gonna. Well, no. anymore. Let's no. get on with the rest of the podcast. And, and I, I guess also a big shout out to all those homeschooling parents as well. Yeah. Yes, for doing sure. Doing our job, haven't they? So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, let's crack on with the rest of the podcast. Let's try and carry on with the light-hearted purpose that this podcast is <laughs> intended for after all that. Um, and let's get started. So, um, I'm going to do a Teach Top 5 first. Um it's teacher hacks this week you know those nifty little tips or, or time savers you can use work smarter not harder as mm. as some may say mm. um now secret head teacher on twitter at secret ht1 shares a lot of these so i'm going to use um a few of his and throw some of my own in there too uh, so here we go then teach hack number five Five. Always leave the book that you don't want the head teacher to see on top of the pile if they do drop in to do book samples. Because no self-respecting head teacher takes the book from the top of the pile. Ah, good. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm jotting all these down. Yeah, so you know that that one person's book who you've not been able to face marking for a few yeah. weeks, put it at the top. I'll never be ah, that. Right, good. Four. If you put um, two books on top of each other and press down hard enough. Mark them both at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's like doing your. Um, it's like when you get to do lines on the board back in my day, and you got three pieces of chalk to write the line. When I was in high school, we had a we had a planner we were given, and your um, if you ever got detention, it got written in your planner. If you had yeah. homework, it got written in your planner, and you had to get your parent to sign your planner each week, and then you'd have to. On a Monday morning, show your form teacher your sign. Oh, yeah. I think that's still the case. I think. Yeah. We'd have to do that with my daughter's stuff. Yeah. But I, I realised that if my mum had pressed down hard enough on the previous weeks, I could just see the outline and forge nice. over the top of the signature. Good hack. <laughs> so that's, that's a good a hack for any pupil students. hack. Yeah. <laughs> Three. Uh, this one's from me. After a school holidays, come into school barefoot so people ask you where your shoes are rather than if you had a nice holiday. <laughs> you don't have to face the same 
Small talk, day all day. People are like, where are your shoes, John? I'd be like, you know, I can make up an amazing story about where they are, but it's better than, yeah, yeah, it was all right, thanks. No, it oh, doesn't feel like I've been away, does it? Yeah. You could um, you could push that on a little, couldn't you? You could get a tattoo on your forehead, something <laughs> like that, and people then ask you about your tattoo on your forehead. Yeah, something really that. outrageous. Dye your hair. You know, yeah. if you're really lucky, you might get sent home from work for you know breaking I'm the dress to code. So. I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna walk in with an eagle on my shoulder. <laughs> You know what I'd love, a Mark? Big golden that, eagle. That if you, I'd love it if you did do that. You know, clearly, clearly attention-seeking, and no one mentioned it. Uh-huh. No one mentioned it all day. You've got this huge <laughs> eagle on your shoulder, and you go home and just you like say to your kids, like, "You have a good day at work, Dad." Like, yeah, but no one said that about my eagle. <laughs> Nobody mentioned the eagle. Let's <laughs> <Still> once. <laughs> Two. Answer every question with another question and we're already really good at this you know but the old can I go to the toilet I don't know can you go to the toilet can I sharpen my pencil I don't know can you sharpen your pencil <laughs> Mr Firth can I pop in and observe you this afternoon I don't know can you pop in what during a learning walk or lesson observation um, with your class tell your children to raise their right hand if they know the answer and their left hand if they don't so prior to the observation tell us to do that and now it looks like they're all engaged all the time with every question <laughs> there's one flaw with that you've got that's the children have to know the left or the right yeah yeah definitely <laughs> how many times the children come up to you pe are they on the right feet mr first and my trainers on the right feet um, at least five times every PA lesson. Yeah, and, and then you've got to make the right call as well. Did I say my left or their left? <laughs> Which one was it? Yeah. So in the end, you just got to take a punt and hope that... Uh, yeah. <laughs> hope I'm not right. writing that hack down. No. <laughs> so teacher talking point this week, are honest job adverts. So we've seen them all before, haven't we? Um, schools inviting potential teachers to come and teach in their happy, vibrant and welcoming school and they're mm-hmm. looking for someone who is dynamic and enthusiastic, but what do they really mean? Mm. Well, let's find out. So a while ago, uh, and I bookmarked this from, I think it might have been February now, quite a while ago, but um, Hilary Goldsmith at SBL365, she tweeted saying, I do love job adverts that start, this is an exciting time to join us. Imagine an honest one. We're in a bit of a mess and need someone to fix our calamitous finances. And she said, <laughs> continue this advert. So she added a couple herself. Salary to be confirmed means business managers off stick, sick with stress and no one knows the phone number for HR. <laughs> um, full-time and part-time considered means we're desperate. We'll take literally anyone, even one hour a week, <laughs> would help. <laughs> uh, so a, a few more people that replied to hers, because I did put out a similar tweet just to kind of gather a few, um, some more feedback, but a few more that replied to her said, at uh, SBM Coventry, full induction programme provided means you'll be shown the toilets, staff room, and where we keep yeah. the first aid kit. <laughs> yeah, and that'll probably take place six weeks after you started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Sam Pullen says, I like the ones that say the successful candidate will be dynamic, energetic and creative. I mean, has anyone in the history of jobs ever thought, well, I've certainly got the skills and experience, but 
They want someone that's dynamic. Oh, I'm just not <laughs> sure that's me. <laughs> um, at antisocial73, uh, but spelt like anti, as in the member of family. That's a good one. Good. Um, said, mm-hmm. good sense of humour and flexible attitude needed. And then underneath, at accidental SBM, said that that translates to, you'll be expected to deal with literally everything. And if something goes wrong, it will be your fault and you cannot <laughs> sign shows of... <laughs> sorry, you cannot show signs of weakness. Um, at SBM Coventry again said, vibrant, colourful and modern building equals mismatch of old furniture mixed with flashes of lime greens oranges and fuchsia pink (laughs) (laughs) so i tweeted it out as well then earlier today Uh, and the the example i used was where they described the school as a a family atmosphere you know especially if it's a Mm. small village Mm. school family Mm. atmosphere which Mm. basically means that everyone knows literally everything about everyone and if you come here you will get absolutely no privacy whatsoever um erica garcia at flying monkey 13 says duties may vary means if we tell you what you're really doing you won't want the job (laughs) (laughs) it's good Uh, she also put the ability to multitask means we're hiring you for two jobs we're paying you for one (laughs) (laughs) um at Mr. Bamboo underscore teach says MPS1 to UPS3 means we're casting a wide net but cheaper is better. Yeah. And <laughs> yes. what's that? Is it starting salary between 20,000 and 25,000? You'll start at 20,000. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last one. At Vicky Bruff says inspirational CPD program means someone will tell you about the reptilian brain every single inset day for the rest of your life. <laughs> I'd kind of I'd bookmarked this and saved it for this part of, of the year, thinking, you know, everyone's going to be applying for jobs, everyone's going to be recruiting. Mm. I suppose a bit weird yeah. at the moment. It's going to go to a bit... It must be at a bit of a standstill. Although I have heard some things about um, a couple of Skype interviews and, and oh, phone yeah. interviews... How do you think you'd get on in an interview over the phone? How do you think you'd be fair? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I'd be fine. Uh, <laughs> as long as I'm looking smart top half. <laughs> Doesn't matter what I'm wearing bottom half, does it? No. As as I tried to think what, you, what you're wearing now <laughs> as I'm looking at you. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to, no. <laughs> don't so stand up. Anything, John. Yeah, don't stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the... Um, Going back to the job ad stuff, yeah, and the the family family based school one. Mm. The other one is uh, nestled in the heart of our vibrant community, which basically is saying to any candidate, everyone knows your business, so don't be having your deal around. And then I always like I always like this one, and I think this is probably on most job ads doesn't matter if you're a teacher or not which is ability to managing conflicting priorities mm. as a teacher that's none of the curriculum coordinators get on no <laughs> and then we know we do, we do that every playtime anyway don't we so we've all yeah. got that yeah. we've all got that yeah. and then the other one uh, you will bring a fresh approach which means we've got a team that's stuck in their ways yeah oh definitely that's a big one I like going back to your nestled into the heart of our 
uh, the bustling, vibrant community. You know, if it, especially if it is in the in the centre of a village or a town centre, that yeah. basically also means there's no parking. Yeah, there's <laughs> 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 no. You can somewhere else to park. Um, and then um, energetic, young and cheap. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. When it says, um, it was just that little thing at the bottom, isn't it? NQTs and experienced teachers welcome. But that's clearly just an invitation for NQTs, that, isn't it? Yeah. Otherwise, they just wouldn't Save put that at all. Yeah, exactly. No. And then our our innovative and dynamic head teacher, our head teacher's a bit left field. Yeah, bit of loose cannon, basically. Bit of a loose cannon. <laughs> <laughs> no those are good those but like, yeah again I don't know um, I mean good luck to everyone that's you know especially trainees that have their their training's maybe halted and, and they're having to to, to get oh, jobs yeah man can you imagine but yeah over, over Skype now I would hate a phone interview a Skype interview maybe is, is not so bad because you can you can bounce off the other person can't you and you can see mm. them but a phone interview I I I hate speaking on the phone. When they they released the uh, NHS uh, volunteering scheme, didn't they? Um, Yeah. Yesterday, Mm -hmm. it was great. Got loads of um, loads of uptake, and 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 I was talking to some friends, and I said, "You know what? Now I'm not in school. I'd love to, I'd love to do something like that. But you know, young family at home. I don't know how I'd feel. You know, going out or you know, stuff about." patient transport isn't there and dropping off medical supplies yeah, and all these yeah. sorts of stuff. So, you know, I don't know how I feel. And then one of the lads said uh, there's an option where you can just be on the end of a phone and just chat to people who are in isolation. So I'd rather get coronavirus than talk to someone <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> hey, it takes me about 10 minutes just to kind of hype myself up to, to ring a parent. Just to ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got to like, get the adrenaline pumping I'll do a few laps of the playground. <laughs> Start like beating my chest a little bit to get the blood pumping, and then I'll go. Hi, it's Mr. Firth from Scotland. Sound out of breath, Mr. Firth. No, I'm fine. <laughs> Let's look then at your famous fictional school for this week. Now, it's not one that I'm familiar with, so it's going to be another one of those where I sit and and learn along, and <laughs> hopefully you're not going to learn much about this. No, hopefully. Uh, do you know what? If I don't learn anything, that's fine. Just uh, what I don't want to be doing is sat cringing behind my hands. <laughs> Sometimes I do. Yeah. Or thinking, uh, oh, I've got my work cut out tonight. Editing this, we have a bleed for. I don't. I, I don't think there's any swearing in this one. I don't. And anyway, we'll see. I can't remember now. Go on. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about then. Um, tell us well, a little well, bit so. About- um, this week, um, it's a little nod to last week's guest, Emily. Um, okay. So we're going through the doors of Greybridge High, the school at the heart of BBC sitcom Big School, which stars uh, Emily's favourite author, David Walliams. <laughs> um, and we're going to meet some of its teaching staff. Brilliant. So wa- first, up, Walliams plays a disillusioned science teacher, Mr Church whose dramatic experiments no longer impress his apathetic pupils, and who is about to hand his notice in at the start of episode one, series one, when a new teacher, Miss Poston, arrives. Miss Poston has arrived to take up her post as French teacher following the death of her predecessor. A French teacher who has never been to France, but who sometimes thinks, to hell with it, why don't I just jump on a ferry? 
There's a hapless music teacher, Mr. Martin, who has designs on making it in the music business, but can't sing or play a musical instrument. And then there's Mr. Gunn, the narcissistic and stupid PE teacher who considers Jeremy Clarkson to be one of the world's great thinkers. A middle-aged man who still lives with his mum and reckons he's living the dream because she does all his washing, cleaning and cooking. He too, like Mr. Church, has designs on the new French teacher and reckons he can pile into her on a Friday evening when his mum is out at geriatric zumba. The teachers are all ruled by the school's loosest canon, the head teacher Miss Barton, who runs the school with a rod of iron and a packet of Lambert and Butler king size. She does not give two hoots about the school, the teachers or the children, and does not bat an eyelid when she puts all the booze that she has confiscated from the children straight into the boot of her car. Now, Jordan, I know how you like my um, 70s pop culture references. Love them. Um, I'm wondering whether we need to have a little jingle every time I bring one up now in the podcast. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy yeah. um, a little bell, you know, like a little service bell yeah. that you might find on a, on a reception, yeah. on a hotel reception yeah, I desk. I like that. And every time you do it, I'm just going to ding. Yeah. I like that. Or a klaxon. Yeah, no, I have a bell, because I'll order one off Amazon, and I'll, and I'll bring it next time we record, if we ever record <laughs> together again. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, carry on. Miss um, Barton, in the series Big School, is played by Frances de la Tour, and she was my first ever crush as a nine-year-old. Ding. Before I discovered the joys of Debbie Harry from Blondie, she was my Ding. first ever crush. And she was, she played the part of Miss Jones in Rising Damp. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, during its two series, big school episodes cover the usual school-based themes, such as the dreaded Ofsted visit, the school trip, and parents' evening. And though Greybridge only appears to have about 100 pupils in attendance, it does at least attempt to offer a certain level of authenticity in regards to the pupil-teacher interactions. But that's its only saving grace. Do you know, Jordan, all this what I'm saying is based on watching one episode. <laughs> and I did well to get through that. Wow. When I put these sections together... I do quite a bit of research, which includes watching the films or TV shows. Yeah. Um, and for th- and for things such as Grange Hill, it's kind of remembering, you know, because I was immersed in shows like Grange Hill as a child um, back in the late 70s, early and 80s. Yeah. But Ding. Big School, in its attempt to depict life in the contemporary secondary model, modern school, is awful. And I only needed to watch one episode to know this and to be able to sit here and confidently talk about it. <laughs> My main gripe is that Big School follows some well-trodden tropes when it comes to TV shows about schools. Mr Church is the disillusioned teacher. The music teacher, Mr Martin, is the useless NQT. Miss Poston is the flirty languages teacher. And Mr Gunn is the thuggish PE teacher. From nativity to Kez, these are tropes so often used when portraying school life. Each one a caricature, each one a cliché. But what really interested me while I was researching Big School 
was the way TV reviewers liked to dip into the language of school to help them write their headlines oh, and their big payoff lines. Oh, no. Here's a few examples. Our report on the behaviour of this comedy, it's definitely an A-plus for effort. Oh, no. More, more like a D-minus. <laughs> it's no grade-A student, but big school isn't expulsion fodder either. It deserves to be permanently excluded, it's that bad. <laughs> a decent achievement with so few new sitcoms worthy of a hall pass these days. A hall pass straight to the toilets, perhaps. <laughs> this comedy failed its exam at the first hurdle. Yes, yes, it did. But it's still got a second series. The writers need to be put in detention permanently. Yes, they do, they do. Walliams has earned his Ed Boy badge for this one. No, he hasn't. This is comedy that's top of the form. It really isn't. His clumsy wooing of Miss Poston will continue to be a subject for Mr Church that gets him an F for fail. F for f***ing rubbish, more like. Oh, for God's sake. I'm hazarding a guess that the writers who wrote this lazy rubbish got their journalism degrees from a Christmas cracker, which means... On the successful completion of a PGCE programme of study, they will be suitably qualified to teach the subject in secondary schools across the country. <laughs> Boom tish. Well, thank you for listening. Kind of in lieu of my normal outro at the end of a podcast, I just want to say a, a, a genuine thank you for listening. I hope that if you are at home um, listening to this, then you are safe and well, but also that it, you know it, it gives you something to to do something to listen to we can occupy you for a little bit um this is the first time mark and i have have recorded a podcast like this um totally remotely um and obviously the next couple are gonna are going to be this way and i think that's probably what the format is going to follow maybe just a a short introduction and we're not going to dwell on on uh, on what's going on at the minute too much but i think it's always worth mentioning when the rest of the podcast um you know, we'll continue to try and take that light-hearted look at education, that view of education that we all share and that we all just uh, can't wait to get back to. Um, so stay well. You know, same goes as always. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to us. Please share it with other teacher friends who might also be stuck at home, um, reviewers, all that sort of stuff. Uh, find us on Twitter at HandsUpPod. Join in with the big old conversation because that's got plenty of time for that. Uh, at the minute and we will speak to you next time that's all for this one class dismissed what are you up to now then Mark? well I am heading out on my government approved constitutional to the local supermarket to buy some alcohol where I imagine all I'll be able to get is mulled wine (laughs) (laughs) 